Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. A new quarter brings new goals, but what about your skincare goals? Small, easy changes in your routine can have amazing results, and your secret weapon should be Dime Beauty. Dime Beauty is clean, high-end skincare that is affordable, and it really works. Dime didn't sacrifice performance just to make it clean, either. And when I say clean, Dime is 100% transparent about every single ingredient, so you can use their products daily with confidence. I have been using Dime Beauty's TBT Cream and their Dewy Daily Cream. TBT Cream is a retinol alternative that I put on at night before I go to bed, and it's actually been making my skin look glowy and snatched if i do say so myself i've noticed that and i think our listeners have noticed too because i've been picking up on a bunch of tiktok comments that have been like you're glowing recently so hats off to dime no one has time to remember the order of a 10-step skincare routine the work system from dime beauty has everything you need in one powerful package it includes a gentle cleanser a toner two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. Plus, my favorite, Dime's TBT cream is finally back in stock. Check that out while you're there. Dime has over 2 million happy customers, and their product reviews are literally all five stars. This year, love your skin again. Go to dimebeautyco.com now and unlock your discount. That's dimebeautyco.com. Laura wants to do a poll. And we were hoping that, like the poll Elon did to get Trump back on, that reached, according to him, 130 million people. Mm -hmm. We hope this poll will also reach that many people. Yeah. This is our version of Vox Populi. Populi. Vox Day. Okay, so do you guys remember this beautiful, moving father-daughter song called Butterfly Kisses? Yay or nay? I said nay. I don't remember that at all. I did remind Laura that I am five some years younger. And Laura was not pleased with that. But I, I said, let's not go there. Let's not go there, which is true. I won't, I won't age let's shame you. Let's not use you. that as an excuse for not knowing about this 
top 40 song apparently it was a top 40s classic you said it was like a school dance slow dance song yeah is, and then laura played it for me and i was disturbed i was like because that... originally he and mango were cuddling and they were having like a little moment and i intuited their song together was butterfly kisses after bedtime prayer putting little white flowers all up in her hair and Carrie was like, what the fuck are you singing? <laughs> and then I was like, you know this song. Like, everyone knows this song. And I put it on and he was shaken to his core. I mean, it's it's like a very, I said it was very like Beth Dutton. It's so <laughs> Beth Dutton. Just a girl and her dad. Just a butterfly but kissing. I was thinking maybe night. not, but maybe in your region. Maybe it wasn't like a tri-state area Yeah, it wasn't like banger. a northeast slow dance banger but it was bible belt vibes i didn't realize how like god focused it was we had our big slow dance song was all my life yeah that was like for some but we didn't have like that was also on the docket we didn't have like butterfly kisses in your evening all that i done wrong i must have done something right i just love this man to deserve her love yeah this just complicated mess of a man. Late at night. All he does right and the one thing he did right in this world was his Was raise a daughter to love him. Raise a daughter to give him That's butterfly kisses. That's doing a lot right. Yeah. I always was a sucker for like father daughter songs. Like this laid the groundwork for Fathers be good to your daughters. Which is another song that I, I still am obsessed with. I, my sister had that album and she would play it on her way to swim practice every day. Yeah, that song is good. It's a good song. Girls become lovers. Turn back into to mother. Which is like, so mothers be, be good, good to your daughters. It, the, that whole song is like, I've fucked this girl that's like hot but crazy because her dad was not good to her and she has daddy issues. And I also fucked her mom. So you guys. And then I fucked her dad. And That's then what that song is. Yeah. John Mayer just fucking. He's in a throw. He's he in a quadruple. Yeah. And he's like, you guys, <laughs> what I've learned about this sexcapade with you all is that you really need to be mm-hmm. better to each other. He was uh, Tehrano. Tehrama. What's that? That Italian movie where that guy moves into that like aristocratic Italian family and fucks the whole family. Oh, and, chic. Like, destroys Like a them. Pasolini film. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyways, yeah, weigh in. Do you remember the fucking mid-90s banger Butterfly Kisses? Because I was convinced that this was like a global sensation of a song. Or at least like a United States sensation. Maybe it was. I Again. You're like, I'm gay. <laughs> and that. my, I mean, my first real school dance was called The Family Dance. So if anything, it would have been played at something like that. Yeah. But that was also when the first time I heard, do you believe in love after love after love? And you no matter how hard I try. I was literally like, you keep pushing me aside and I can't do that. I want to talk about two things that happened to me this weekend. Okay. One, I finally saw Tar. Hell yeah. You were right. It it rocked my fucking world. Mm -hmm. I'm living in a post-Tar you are tar existence. on tar. It was like if my brain could project like a perfect movie that for me personally that I would want to watch it would be tar. Yeah. It had everything I 
love in a movie. It actually does now that you mention it because it is slightly personal shopper vibes. But it's, it's like, yeah, long, it's horror elements, slow horror elements, funny ambiguity, funny and like, but most importantly, long, long and just like and slow, but so simmering. But I could have, I honestly could have seen three more hours of it. I love that. I loved it. I think Kate Blanchett. She was giving dyke. Yeah. Like, I've never seen it done like that. Mm-hmm. So powerful. When she ever approached her daughter's bully and said, hello, I'm Petra's father. I was like. Yes, you are. You yes, are. Yes, sir, daddy. <laughs> I I think my dark horse favorite moment of the whole movie is when I think like the elderly nanny says the child is in its in its bedroom. In <laughs> its bedroom. Like that, there's no need for that, but it was perfect. Their life. Oh, it's so fabulous. Mm-hmm. It was just like EGOT winner Lydia Tarr. I do love. I love that her real name is Linda. Linda, like from fucking Newark or something. Mm-hmm. I do love that in that world, like a composer is like God, the biggest celebrity of all time. It's also just like I love the pretentious elements of it. Oh yeah. Of just like that kind of New Yorker interview at the start and just like yeah. talking in like the vaguest, most meaningless terms about like self aggrandizes mm-hmm. and it just like buys into her own mythology. And it was a really good send up of that. And it, it for me, her just the fact that she kind of like had to fake being like a who she was until she made it. Mm-hmm. And she really is like this like middle class New Jersey girl from whose name is Linda. I think that endeared all when you look back at like in the beginning when she's like, well, yes, you know, it like endears her to you more because she's like, she's kind of this like sad, desperate. You have a lot of empathy for her. She's a little Valerie Cherith. Mm-hmm. The ending was perfect. I was like, I didn't know where it was going and then I was like, oh my God. <laughs> and she had a lot of integrity at the end. Well, she just wanted to work. She just wanted to work. So like, Wherever she can work is where she's going to work and she's going to give it her all. Like, that is the most important thing to her. That is how she, like, survives, has any sense of identity or, like, her tether to life itself Mm. is grounded in not, like, her personal relationships. It's just, like, her work and, like, her creations and, like... And her daughter, to an extent. Yeah, but, I mean, she's done, like, she's out of the mix. She's, like, no longer with her family at that point. Her wife. Like, you have to wonder how much does her daughter actually mean to her if she's also doing all these things and, like, putting her family in jeopardy. That's true. Like, you don't blame the wife for being as pissed as she was. No, because you know those, like, kinds of couples that are, like, do whatever you want, just don't make me look like a fool. And I feel like that was their arrangement. And she sort of, I think once Lydia didn't give provide her with that cachet of being like proxy to her, I think she was like done with her. Mm-hmm. That's what I think. Yeah. If once you lose that respect and you have like this big downfall, mm-hmm. you see who's like really there and who's not there. No one was there. I know. But yeah, everyone should see Ta'ar. Tar. I'm going to change my name to Lar. You should. With the thing. Yeah. Lar. Lar. Lar and Car. Lar and Car. And we're talking Tar. Tar. Lar and Car and Tar. My name is Richard whatever from The New Yorker and I'm here with Lydia Tar. That was also that real guy. I know. I loved that. I saw Bones and All. 
You. Mm-hmm. It's out in theaters here in LA. Laura duped me and went alone. I know. I really, I'm sorry for that. I was like, here we go. Looking up showtimes. My other friend was going to come. Like, I was like, let's do this, Laura. What's going on? And you were like, I already saw it, bitch. It had to be done at that time. I got it. Because I was like, we'll go on Sunday. But then it still felt like up in the air. And then I was like. I was planning. I know. But I just was like, I need to lock this in. And I also needed to do, I needed to do my artist date for this week. Oh. So I was like, okay, this will be my artist date. And then I saw, there were booms and ohms and there was all. So. Let me just ask a few questions. You don't have to spoil it. I'm not asking you to. Yeah, it's too early for spoilers, but I will say... It is set in the early 80s. Yeah. Okay. I honestly give it an A-. minus. Wow. Like a B plus A-. minus. That's so good. I say two thumbs up, go see. Is it scary? Yeah. Is it? Is there dread? Yeah. Incredible soundtrack. Does it have the Luca, like, chic casually doing even you know what i mean mm-hmm. does it have cicadas mm, they're not cicadas okay they're not really in cicada country Where i don't remember they? a cicada they're more like north like not northeast but like minnesota ohio like that kind of vibe midwest yeah midwest is there gay sex yeah. Oh. How is Timmy? Timmy is getting hard for me to take seriously. How is she? She's incredible. Timmy, I think, is entering... You know when Ryan Gosling was like so, so... He still is so hot. Yeah. And then he it started to be like, oh, Ryan Gosling talks like this in every move. He does like the Gosling yeah. way of talking and then becomes like a caricature of himself. Yeah. I feel like Timmy's starting to ease into that mode. And it was just difficult for me to take him super seriously. And it is like a serious role. Mm-hmm. But I still was like, like incredibly attracted to him and found him to be like yeah. stunningly gorgeous. It's getting to the point where you can't really separate him from. I can't separate the persona from yeah. the actor. And that's hard when you're like that young, the one male like young sex symbol of your troop of like actors. He's like the Leo. Of I his feel like time. he is like the Leo. Mm-hmm. But even Leo, I was like, he's always stayed so far out of he the has. public eye. And Frey, like you just can't get a sense of he has him. Soul. And his roles are really different from each other. Yeah, and he blend he he. He can morph into his characters. Yeah. But Timmy, I don't think. Timmy is just skinny all the time. Even in Dune. He's like, literally like Ozempic. He is. Mm-hmm. He's natural. He's, he's the born with Ozempic vibes. He's just French. I know. I'm going to see it. I Is the body horror a lot? No. Okay. It's not egregious. How is um, Mark Rylance? So good. Is he scary? He's scary. And Michael, that guy from... The dad from Call Me By Your Name is in it. Yeah, he's really good, too. You're just like, whoa. It's like a traveling group of cannibals? No. Okay. All right. That's all I'm going to ask. It's just like cannibal drama. Which is ironic. Oh, because of the army thing? Yeah. I wonder how much of that like played a role into the... Probably. Coming up with the idea of the movie or what? Well, it's kind of like when... uh, William Freakin did cruising because he cast the serial killer in The Exorcist Mm -hmm. unknowingly. I'm like, could cannibalism 
Is there something to that? I mean, I'm not making any moves, but I'm just like, hmm. You want to live in like delicatessen. No, I don't want to make like a pie out of someone's <laughs> like innards. But I'm just like intrigued by the representation of this. And I've said this on the pod before, but like there are like active cannibal people. Uh, yeah. Not like some Hollywood actor that texts like a woman, I want to eat your no, rib. Like, I'm actually... talking about like actual people making plans to like. Well, cannibal cop. Yeah. And like people being like, I would love to eat like a small part of you. I see the, I'm just saying, I see the allure of that. Have you ever seen Jenna Friedman interview the cannibal cop? She's that comedian no, from The Daily she's... Show. She's so fucking funny. She's, she's from Haddonfield, so which I love. Jersey Queen. She interviews the cannibal cop in some series she did. And it is the, it's one of the funniest interviews I've ever seen. Cause she's just sort of like, it's like post all his stuff. And she's like, mm-hmm. how are you? Are you dating now? And he's like, yeah. And he's, she's like, at what point do you reveal that you're the cannibal cop? I think it should be early on. Does he say early on? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's good to lead with that. And she's like, at what point do you reveal that you had plans to kidnap your wife and her friends? And he's like, early. And it's you have to watch it. It's so Okay, bad. I'm going to watch it. I saw She Said, which I would think I was like, one of 10 people that saw it because I think it had the worst opening in movie history. Yeah, in big who, I'm sorry. Who the fuck wants to go see that movie? Me and my friend Matt. I know, but like aside from just people from a pure interest in like Hollywood yeah, and stuff. I don't know. I think it was like only made for people in LA and New York. I think it was literally made for the people that made it to be like, we really did that. We're really blowing it wide the fuck open. And literally no one else wants to know. It was made to galvanize like the population of South Brooklyn <laughs> and like Fort Greene. And that was about it. Or like Clinton Hill. Yeah, it has like a Brooklyn energy to it. Look, it's it's not about the Me Too movement. It's just about purely the Harvey Weinstein, like before Ronan Farrow was on the t- like before his story it's came about out. the women who yeah. like broke did the research right. and started getting women to go on the record and they were very brave and like they were being followed and like it was a little scary but it was like very i was like this would have been more powerful if they had just made like a docuseries about it on hbo i think making it fictionalized they did make a docuseries on hulu or something oh did they yeah well, i'm pretty they sure they did this felt kind of like not about those women but i think there was a harvey weinstein documentary uh, on hulu it's like a weird it's a weird movie like ashley judd plays herself like reenacting herself talking Is to them. in it Gwena? Mm-hmm. you hear her voice at one point like she, i think she actually it's weird. What's weird to me about this movie, and I'm probably never going to see it. It's a plain movie. TBD, if I can even do that. But like, I feel like I will not see this movie, most likely. Fair. What rubs me the wrong way is to... And I would read the book. Like, The book sounds really interesting to me. Yeah. But it seems really strange to make this movie... And position it as like an, an awards. awards bait yeah. movie, which is like exactly what Harvey Weinstein would do and was known for his ability to get, get Oscars. Oscars and get awards for his movies. And then you're doing the same thing, but using you, it's still using him as that tool yeah. to get it done, which I'm like. Does no one, is no one clocking the weirdness of that? Like, it's don't strange. you think that's a little bit strange? Like, maybe yeah. put it out at any other time. 
or just like release it on i don't know it was like a weird like because now it's like all these articles like are like trolling it for being for doing so poorly in the box office and i'm like that's also like yeah i don't think they would have said anything if it was like doing well no i'm just saying like that's also like i always when i hear that shit i'm always like it took so many people for this movie to get made like that's that's shitty for them that it's like you know what i mean i feel like if they just released it on streaming it would probably would have done better yeah or don't like make a big deal but it was weird because the gwyneth part literally i went like (gasps) at hearing her voice Uh uh-huh because i didn't know he came to a party of hers once in the hamptons like just showed up post her talking to these women he showed up at a party she had and she called one of the women and was like hi i'm in my bathroom at my house harvey's here and they were like oh my god and she's like i think he knows i talked to you and they were like oh okay she's like i'm gonna hide in the bathroom and then i'm gonna have some friends like cover me so he can't see me that's freaky i guess the whole time was obsessed with if she talked to her specifically if she talked to them he kept saying did gwyneth talk to you have you talked to Gwyneth? He was fixated on her because mm-hmm. I think he was like obsessed with her. And Ashley Judd, I didn't realize was the first woman to come forward. Yeah. And she kind of was the catalyst for it all happening. But she plays herself and it's really weird. And there's a part where she's running through Griffith Park. And I was just like, what? Like, it was just like. Yeah, it would have been better as like a. Just have someone play her. Docu-series or. It's like too soon after. Yeah. And they had like a. Spotlight. Wasn't that like a long time yeah. after? Like you got to give it like. 20 years. 10 years at least. Spotlight's great. Yeah. And I think they thought like this is Spotlight, but really it's like. No. Okay. It's not really. I mean, it is like a man that did a bunch of awful things, but he really targeted like. There were characters that I didn't know, like real life women that I didn't know he targeted, like that were just like assistants and stuff, Mm -hmm. which I did appreciate that they like platformed them in a big way. Like Samantha Morton plays, you know, that that Irish act. She's so good. Mm -hmm. Jennifer Eel from St. Maud plays someone. So that was, I was fascinated by that. It was really horrible. And like, I didn't realize he'd done all that to like just assistants too. Yeah. But whoever did the voice of Harvey was... It gave me chills. It was just weird. It's weird. And then someone did a voice of Rose McGowan, which was like. Guys. I was like. No. It's not going to work. That's like a producer. You need to be like, this isn't. it was a good idea in theory, but it just isn't working. She's like, hey, it's me. And I was just like. And it wasn't Rose. No. You either have to have like everyone, like randoms playing all the people. Or just have. Or have all the people playing themselves with that's also strange or just hey how about don't do it at all save the money and do something that people actually want to see it was just it was a strange experience seeing it like we were one of like we were two of like eight people in the theater it was a very like matinee moment and i was just like well (laughs) i went well i did my part (laughs) well i did it i support like i stood up for women everywhere (laughs) I saw she said. You're a true ally. I am an ally. Mm-hmm. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices 
down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Sibling fights are unavoidable. But what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, Princess Diana. But that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Disintel, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Disintel on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. A new quarter brings new goals, but what about your skincare goals? Small, easy changes in your routine can have amazing results, and your secret weapon should be Dime Beauty. Dime Beauty is clean, high-end skincare that is affordable, and it really works. Dime didn't sacrifice performance just to make it clean, either. And when I say clean, Dime is 100% transparent about every single ingredient, so you can use their products daily with confidence. I have been using Dime Beauty's TBT cream and their Dewy Daily Cream. TBT cream is a retinol alternative that I put on at night before I go to bed, and it's actually been making my skin look glowy and snatched, if I do say so myself. I've noticed that, and I think our listeners have noticed too, because I've been picking up on a bunch of TikTok comments that have been like, you're glowing recently. So hats off to Dime. No one has time to remember the order of a 10-step skincare routine. The work system from Dime Beauty has everything you need in one powerful package. It includes a gentle cleanser, a toner, two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. Plus, my favorite, Dime's TBT cream is finally back in stock. Check that out while you're there. Dime has over 2 million happy customers, and their product reviews are literally all five stars. This year, love your skin again. Go to DimeBeautyCO.com now and unlock your discount. That's DimeBeautyCO.com. Have you ever experienced a dry, itchy scalp or ever wondered why your color isn't lasting as long as your hairdresser promised? Unfiltered, mineral-filled water could be the reason why. Did you know that hard water is a leading cause of damaged hair and dry, irritated skin? And that about 85% of the United States uses hard water filled with dissolved minerals and added chlorine? That is where Canopy's new filtered showerhead comes in. Canopy, known for their beauty hacks and reimagined humidifier, has revolutionized the filtered showerhead. Dermatologists recommended this unique three-stage filtration system greatly reduces contaminants and odors in your shower water, leaving you with healthy hair and glowing skin. Best of all, the Canopy filtered showerhead is hassle-free. Installation is a breeze, and its unique quick-release filter replacement feature allows for seamless filter replacement, unlike any others on the market. Go to getcanopy.co to save $25 on your Canopy filtered showerhead purchase today with Canopy's hassle-free filter subscription. Even better, our listeners can use code SEXYUNIQUE at checkout to save an additional 10% off your Canopy purchase. Hurry! Your hair and skin will thank you. 
wait, what the hell is going on with Twitter drama? Is Twitter still ha- alive? Yeah, Trump's back on. Did he tweet already? No. But I thought Twitter was going to shut down. I really, I honestly haven't been following. Okay, I don't think, I now, now that he's on again, I feel like it's not going to. Because I think Elon is now... Not going to shut down? No. But I think it's going to become like a kind of a right-wing social network. I think Elon... It's going to become like the new Telegram? Yeah. Elon now having Trump on, I feel like, and Kanye's back on. Kanye's first tweet since coming back is Shalom. And he's now, he's announced he's running for president. Damn, I thought he was like just taking a seat for a little while and like. He hasn't learned anything. Trump being back on makes me think it's part of some like Elon's trying to help him win. I was at a dinner party last night and we got to talking about the Twitter of it all. Later that night we got to talking. And someone was saying that. that they thought that. Like all the the board members actually wanted Elon to buy it to sink it because they were like upset with the media like playing such a huge role in like controlling the masses or something. I don't know. I don't. Think... And he walked in with a sink. Like I, th- I, it makes sense to me that his plan would just be to like sink this company into the ground. I think that's. A, I think that is like a good theory. I don't know. I personally don't think. I think the people that left because of him were like not happy about it. The board members? Yeah. Yeah, but don't they all get like some big payout? I don't think so. I one woman who was like the creative director of Twitter, she it was like a really big deal that she quit or mm-hmm. got fired. She said he's about to inherit so much debt. But don't you think he gets like a big tax write-off? Don't you think if you if you're the CEO of a company or you buy something and it depreciates yeah. in value, I think you get like tax write-offs for that. I don't know. Or tax credits or something. It's weird. Or you can like claim bankruptcy. Like there are all these loopholes that you can like it yeah, like you're not going to get your money back. Right. I'm sure there's I'm sure he will. Yeah, I think he probably I mean he's all these Someone is benefit. All I'm saying is someone's benefiting hugely off of this. I don't think that he is that much. Well, I mean, it's crazy that like he. It's just wild. Like it's not surprising that he's back on, but like it is like that's at least entertaining. I mean, majority the majority of the people who voted in Elon's poll apparently I don't know if they're bots or not, but they all it was majority that people wanted him back, which is like scary. And I saw the ticker go up on how many followers he was getting. I don't know if it's just getting back to the followers he had, but I for a second I was like, are these the people following him right now? It went from like, he's up to 87 million now. Yeah, but also don't, you like him doing that is also a way to just keep people like you on the app seeing the ticker go up and like engaging well, I'm not, with I'm that. I'm not going to engage with Trump. No, I know, but I mean like, it's like a stunt move yeah, that probably. gets people more into something. I'm I don't know. It's I think I think my days are probably numbered on it. So it's not shutting down. No. And like I'm after like the shooting in Colorado, like that fucking liberals of TikTok woman who doxes like drag queens. Have you seen that woman? Mm-mm. She has this whole account that's dedicated to like exposing teacher, gay, queer teachers, trans teachers and like drag queen events. And she like says where they are, they are, and like people go to them to protest. Mm-hmm. And she yesterday morning she tweeted a drag like ap- hours after the shooting she tweeted in Colorado this drag event where it's gonna be, 
and she's been verified and she's basically like stoking this like witch hunt against queer people and like stuff like that is just making me like on twitter yeah oh, okay and it just that i'm like I, it feels like icky to be on it with when stuff like that's happening yeah so i'm i don't know i, I feel like but I don't know. But then everyone, I'm not going to go to, people are like, find me on Hive or Mastodon. And I'm like, I'm not going, I don't know if I'm going to do that. I'll just stay on Instagram, which is like also like an evil corporation, but I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if I'm going to be on Twitter anymore. Yeah. I, I mean, I would love it if all of it got shut down. I think it's like really funny. Corrosive. Yeah. I mean, I think it actually is like fucked up people's brains and like has been probably a net zero for society at large. <laughs> there have been... Some really good laws, but I think ultimately, you're right. It's like it's a bad place. Been a, a really, really Twitter and Instagram are like really bad for people. I agree with you, and like they rot your brain. But it's not. I I I don't know. I don't know. Was it I, going to shut down at one point? Well, on they I said think it was Friday. They were they closed the offices of Twitter. They that are I think they're still closed. Like the headquarters in SF, mm-hmm. the whole campus has been shut down. I think 75% of employees resigned. Hell yeah. I would resign too if you said you have to go getting an email like that where it's like you have to go fucking balls to the wall hardcore or you can resign and get three months of severance. I'd be like, peace. Yeah. Yeah. During the holidays? Yeah. You want me to like work extra? Well, then all these like bootlickers are like, I'll come do it for free, Elon. And he like assembled all these like nerdy guys and his like... At like three in the morning, he's like posting photos with all these like incel people who are doing coding for like free for him because they believe in him so much. That's psychotic. I know. Know your worth. I say to these boys, know your worth, babe. They don't know their worth. They don't know their worth. That's really the saddest thing. It is. Is if you're, that's like a, such a huge skill to have and you should not give that skill away for free. Come work for SUP. Come work for us. Come work for SUP. It's a low... Code for us. You know what? This is an independent production, but you'll get paid more than you'll get paid on Twitter. It is a female and queer-driven podcast, independently owned, radical dole. Fucking radical. DIY dole, and be part of something punk. Mm -hmm. But no, you go to Elon. Anyway, so I think that's... People were like, on Thursday or Friday, where there were people leaving twitter that day that we're telling sources and the media like it's imminent that in the next at some point in the near future like it's just gonna be gone like you're not gonna be able to log in (laughs) that's amazing i hope that that happens not for you i mean i hope you and your followers like migrate elsewhere and but like me and my followers <laughs> i hope you take your followers my pied piper on a gorgeous journey i've to worked hard another... for 64th hour i know but you know what but it's also it's a hell site. It's free labor. It is free labor. Know your and, worth, babe. And I was dull. I know dull. And, and I was I don't know. Yesterday, really, I was like fuming seeing that woman, that liberals like that's just like it's causing me so much anger. Yeah, but there's always going to be people like that on these apps. As long as there's a space to say all like she doesn't pop up there, she's going to pop up somewhere else. I know. And I'm not saying that that's okay. I'm just like. That's the name of the social media game is no, that I you're going to have a lot of people doing like heinous and acting like fucking crazy people. But like you got to get your bag. You know what I mean? I'm I'm trying to get I want to get my Telfar. You got to get your bag. I, make it a mini Kelly. 
doll. Mini Kelly. Yeah, like an Hermes or, oh. you know, you know, you know. Yeah. Speaking of getting their bag. The people that continue to work I'm, literally so hard. I'm Carr. I'm Lar. And you're listening to Sexy, Unique, Unique Tar. Tar. Jersey, Jersey Shore, Shore, bitch. Whatever. We gotta bring I it back up. I knew you were gonna. I knew you were gonna say tar. Me too. I and knew I you like, were going to too. Are we gonna do it? We're gonna do it. And you know what? We're not gonna let the Twitter blues get us down. We're gonna I don't have Twitter blues. No, I know, but I do because it really. I get triggered to talk about any social media website because I do just think it's like the fucking dregs. It is the dregs, and it like. It's a terrorist organization. It brings my vibration down. So I'm trying to work up ramp it, but. No, it, it it's a terrorist organization, but these people are the antidote. These people, you want hardcore workers that will do whatever yeah. it takes. Look no further than a no Guido or a Guida. Further, this episode was really sad. I thought it's a sad representation of how women want to tear each other down rather than band together and know their worth. And men take advantage of that and treat them like dogs. There were so many things that happened in this episode where I was in a state of shock and awe. This was an episode about like truly the traditional Guido values or just like women be cooking and making food for the men's. And if you cross me in any way, you're a fat, ugly bitch. Yeah. But if you're a good girl and you keep your bitch mouth shut, I want to fuck you. But if you fuck and if you fuck someone that another girl fucked... You're a whore. You're a whore. And if you fuck any other guy but me, you're a, you're whore. a whore. And if a guy buys you a fossil watch, you're you a owe whore. it to him to let him hit. And if you want to fuck another guy because I'm being mean to you, you're a whore. You're a whore. <laughs> and if you write me a letter to tell me that the guy that I'm with has fucked other girls and has been cheating on me, you're a whore. You're a whore and a bitch. <laughs> and a bitch. So yeah, this episode is really sick. It's about Angelina. This is like, I think the second to last. I think she's leaving in the next Much episode. Much like Twitter, Angelina's days are numbered. Her days are numbered. It's back to Staten Island for her. Oh, it's such a sad... It begins with, thankfully, a hearkening back to Wow going from zero to WWE mm-hmm. in 0.5 seconds. It was a radical moment of Wow and Sammy just Angelina brawling. said, what? And throws her thing and comes stomping out and starts just shit talking to Sammy. They like are in each other's faces. And Sammy goes, Don't you yell at me, honey? Don't. And then JWoww throws hands. She starts the fight. She lays hands. She lays hands on Sammy, takes her by the hair, thrusts her to the ground. It's Bad Girls Club moment. It is. And then when Sammy is pulled off and like, 
Jay wows in a corner. Sammy just comes out of nowhere and punches her in the face. And she did get some good hits in. Sammy's, she's not one to fuck with. She's like we said, she's a soccer, soccer player. player. She's like, what are they called? Chargers? I don't know. But she did get a running start. I, I was like, oh, who is that? Oh my God, that's Sam. That's Sam Mazatoto or whatever. She brawls. She brawled. She's but someone I you can tell has the... sisters because she, you know, she's, you know what I mean? She knows how to fight other girls. Yeah. Jay Wow's a take the hair, start at the hair, and bring down to the ground. Jay Wow should teach a self defense class. Jay Wow literally sounds like my great grandfather, who was a union, <laughs> like a strong hand for the union in Camden, New Jersey, in the, at the shipyard, and like was a sparring partner for this world famous part boxer like this irish boxer basically Wow is like marlon brando and on the waterfront mm-hmm. Wow is like jake lamada from raging bull yeah you don't you don't i would never cross her <laughs> she, she is full she is cte after sammy got done going to one two three four a one two three four i think um maybe all the guys have cte in this house or steroid psychosis yeah i think steroid psychosis could be mm-hmm. maybe like a sitch thing. Ronnie for sure. Ronnie for sure. Ronnie has both. Ronnie has schizophrenia. Ronnie has fetal alcohol. Alcohol. Ronnie has fetal alcohol spectrum disorder. So everyone kind of reels from that. And then Angelina and Angelina and Vinny get into it. And Vinny's like, this all started with Angelina stirring the pot. And he goes, Angelina's a shady bitch. But then they fuck. Later. Later. So then. Wow takes to the patio where her and Snooki just smoke cigs and like release their attention. Mm-hmm. And like Snooki was screaming at Sammy and Ron too, where she was like, I was trying to help you. I was trying to do everything. I'm a good friend. And like pushes Ron. And I was like, pray for Snooki because you never know what Ron's capable of. Ronnie has no problem. Clearly like, no problem hitting, hitting a woman. Hitting a woman, yeah. yeah. And then they're talking, talking, and Wow goes like, whatever, whatever, and goes inside, and she stalks inside from the patio, and Vinny's standing by the door, and the way he jumped out of the way, respect for the queen. I respect him, but he's he's a coward at heart. You hate Vinny so much. I do. Is it because he calls women fat bitches? That's part of it. Is it because he has a huge dick? I mean, I want to suck his dick. Mm-hmm. I like him. I'm definitely attracted to him, but you I but and I can Angelina have the same kind of hatred towards Vinny. But I can also hate him at the same time. Yeah, both I, can be true. You want to talk shit to him, and you want to get him riled up, and you hate him, and you want to get a rise. But then at the end of the night, you also want to fuck. He's just yeah. He's just like he makes his mom do everything. He brings out the Ange in you. He's mean. He's and... bringing out the West Haddonfield. Yeah, he's mean to women, but he like loves his mother and wants her to do everything for him. It's Madonna horror vibes. It, it brings out the big hand in me. Ronnie brings up Tom to Wow, and she goes don't, off. You don't talk about this kid that she loves. No, don't bring this kid Tom into it. The kid Tom, the girl called Carla. Leave the girl called Tom out of it. <laughs> Sammy is just standing behind Ron smirking and then like sitting on the couch smirking and Wow's like, oh, you get all bit. Like, you get like all big and bad when your man's around, like blah, blah, blah. Just like calls her out. And then Wow stalks out of the room. She goes, we'll see who gets the last laugh. And Sammy goes, yeah, honey, we'll see. And I was like, it won't be you. Yeah. 
Ron's gonna continue to fuck everything that yeah. moves and play you for a fool, you idiot. I think that they went light on Sammy in this Enron in this whole situation. That the joke was on me. That's her. She's sending the clowns. She's out in the like patio area with Ron and the guys, and she's like, Yeah, I beat her ass. Like, yeah, I got in a fight with JWoww, and I'm now basking in it. I'm basking in it because I fucking beat her ass. And I was like, no, you didn't. No, JWoww. You might have punched her four times, but she threw you to the ground by your scalp. She owned your ass. Yeah, she could have curb stomped you on the kitchen island, and she chose not to. She chose to show you mercy. Which is like such a dominant moment. I know. Because she fully could have Mortal Kombat finished her. Yeah. Sonia. She's Sonia. I'm basking in it. I'm basking in she it. She goes, I have my turkey sandwich in my hand. I was like, whoa, what the fuck? Like, what? And I, I just hate like that kind of when you're, you've been made a fool of in a situation, but you think that you've won. Yeah, you're like the darling. Yeah. You've won. And you're like, <laughs> and you're like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, what the fuck? This is so weird. No, I'm and just she like, like got shit. Me, and no, I was she like, like got whoa. me. Well, she's like, and I was like, bam, bam, bam. And you're just like, whoa, this is so embarrassing. She's also like trying to like charm the guys. No. I'm like, she was trying to be a good friend to you, Sam. JWoww almost ripped your head off like a pumpkin. JWoww took you to a place of pumpkin head. Literally. You're lucky yeah. to live to breathe another minute. You're fucking lucky. You're fucking lucky I don't kill you right the fuck now. Right the fuck now. The chaos settles. The chaos settles. Snooky fugues in her bed. She's, that's the last time I ever helped that girl. She was, I was trying to help that girl. I was trying to be a good friend. The girl called Sam the is called persona Sam. non grata. No, you're on your own now, bitch. Wow goes to bed and then Vinny and... Ron talk and then Vinny goes yeah because Angeline is a fat bitch I was like where is this coming from anytime you're that on someone you want to fuck them which he does You've seen yeah Angelina talks shit about Vinny to Mo- Angelina's goes into glasses mode yeah she's where you know nothing good's gonna come out of that girl's mouth 5 a.m sunglasses hour she was Vinny Vinny's fucking disgusting he tried to hook up with Snooky 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 crisps I love also that Melissa's just there for most of this episode, but like staying out of the fray. I totally like forgot she was in it. Me too. Yeah. And it kept turning to her and I was like, well, well, oh my God. I know. She's just a neutral. She is. She's a, she's a chaotic good. Yeah. She's neutral good. Yeah. Neutral good. Mm-hmm. Not chaotic good. She's, she's the least chaotic person of all. It's so surprising that she's related to situation. Bitch. The next day, Wow. Walks out of her room, just past Sam eating, Sammy eating her like tuna toast. Yeah, it was like, ooh. I was like, you're sick. <laughs> She's and so like is Ron. She's like, uh huh. And JWoww calls into this shop, and she goes, "Yeah, I got a call out of work today." She goes, "I got to go get my nail fixed." And I Good was excuse. like, "This is a boss ass bitch." And he's like, "Hey, what the fuck?" Even the boss knows you don't suck no. to JWoww. JWoww is the only one who can get away with that in this world. JWoww should honestly take over Twitter. J- anytime JWoww sets J- foot in another J-Wow. business, JWoww, JWoww, 
Anytime she sets foot in another business, she becomes the CEO of that business. She's Tabitha's salon takeover. She literally is. I'm Wow, and I'm taking over. Watch a full series yeah. of Wow taking over businesses. Me too. Like, we need her to take over, like, Enron. Like, Shell Oil. <laughs> Enron. <laughs> she can go back we to go all back the pre-crash Lehman Brothers, and she'll go and just make... She... JWoww's going to go back in time and stop the Great Recession of 2008 from happening. Please. Please, for everyone's sake. JWoww should go back in time and stop 9-11. I think she she could do it. On the plane? No, just be like, Chaney, you got to get in there. You got to stop this shit from happening. Chaney, throw out your plans. She goes, we know you know. (laughs) We know you know. And it's not fucking cool. We know you planned this. You need to to scrap those plans. Throw him out the window. She goes, yo, bro. Yo, Halliburton is not the one. No, no, bro. We're not fucking doing this now. And he goes, what? You're a fucking bitch. I'm going to fuck. I'm your fucking whore. I'm going to fuck you up. And she grabs him by his hair and thrusts him to the ground. And then he's like, all right, I will. And then 9-11 doesn't happen. He goes, you're a fat bitch. And then she does it again. And this time she pumpkin patches his head. Yeah. Stomps it. 9-11 doesn't happen. 9-11 Never, never happened. Never happened. Fast forward a few years, 2008, the fucking housing crisis. No, that would never have happened. Oh, yeah. 9-11, if 9-11 hadn't happened, that probably wouldn't have happened. We literally wouldn't have any wars. Yo, Dick Cheney, stop your plans. Throw them out right now. Dick Cheney, you're a stupid bitch. You're a stupid motherfucker. I know you got some plans in there. I know you know what's going on. I see it in your (laughs) fucking face. She goes and she gets snooky and they go write a letter. To George Bush. Dick Cheney, we saw him. He knows about an attack and he's trying to get a military presence in Iraq going in Iraq. And we know because he was at bed last night telling everyone about it and sticking his face in a woman's breast. And they pass it. They just leave it in George Bush's little drawer. And he goes, huh? Huh? What? Whoa. And then that changes everything. And because he can't read, he's like, hey, can someone translate this for me? And then it's like someone in his administration that's like also in on it. But it's like, oh shit, now he knows. Now he knows there's nothing we can do. Yeah. And then Wow takes over. We live in a world of peace. <laughs> there's no more war. COVID never happened. We would be living in houses now because we would be able to afford them. Like, the world would be a better place if Wow took over every business. She goes, yo. time. She's a timekeeper. She should be timekeeper. <laughs> I would... I asked my nephew Fox on his birthday <laughs> this weekend. Simon got him a clock because he loves time. Mm-hmm. And I said, Fox, are you a time? Ca-? I said this. I go, are you a time caper? And he goes, huh? And I said, <laughs> say you're a time caper. And he goes, I'm a time caper. I That's like, the first step. Yes, you are. Time is a construct. J-Wow knows it best. J-Now. J-Now. J-Wow. We need her. We do need her. They should actually like create a Marvel character for J Wow. Yeah. Or maybe I'll create a Marvel this like you rival. And I create like superhero movies but starring the cast of Jersey Shore. It's the only way you can get anything done in this town. I know. Is if you have a Marvel esque character. I'm gonna create female founded competitor to DC Universe and Marvel. <laughs> and then oh, Guido. And then we'll see who's making all the fucking money. Yeah. 
Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM. Sam and Ron go into work at the yogurt shop. Mm-hmm. And Polly, Sitch, and Vinny go to the beach where they interact with a bunch of girlies. Hot girlies. And then one has a cold sore on her lip. I, know. <laughs> I was like, you literally, if you're not in the main cast as a woman on yeah. the show, you cannot win. You need to stay as far away from these people as humanly possible. If you don't have a cold sore, then you haven't lived on Jersey Shore. Yeah. If you don't have a cold sore, I guess you have not been like having that much fun. I remember watching Sister Wives over COVID. I was like, someone's they're having <laughs> it's going around. <laughs> when one wife has it, the other one. Dude, that's have. the worst case scenario I for know. an oral herpes is being in a polygamous marriage. Well, Christine can't out. avoid it. Thank God. Yeah, she's gone. She's living her best life in St. George, Utah. It's gorgeous there. I've been there and I liked it. Yeah, Utah's beautiful. She just wanted to get back to Utah. Yeah, she doesn't want to be married. She hated this man. She wanted to be married to Cody. And be placed third fiddle to Rob Wine. In Nevada. Mm-mm. No thanks. No, Arizona. Ooh. No Even offense. worse. Doesn't you think it can't get any worse? You can always be in Arizona. I know. <laughs> I literally didn't even think about that because i was so like horrified at the thought of just living in nevada by choice flagstaff flagstaff's actually gorgeous okay flagstaff is beautiful i've seen it and i know that know that but either way we'll do a show in phoenix no we will go to phoenix you don't go to phoenix what did cole scola say in his video or their video he goes they go you don't visit phoenix you you waste time in phoenix (laughs) angelina is uh Truly on her terrorism bullshit because a man has shown interest in her and she loves nothing more than to torture any man who shows her Jose. a second of interest. Her newest victim is named Jose. A, a handsome Cuban fellow. And he comes correct to the yogurt store in a full suit to present her with a gorgeous fossil watch. He's actually like cute. Yeah. And like very sweet. And he's giving her gifts. Not, But that means that she will hate you. Yeah. That means she's going to shit all over you. Yeah. I also love the era of like fossil watches being like it. Wait, did you see Laguna Beach is on Netflix now? Like oh, it fully. is. Wow. That might be worth a revisit. Maybe. But not for the show. Just like Just like to fun. watch. Yeah. yeah. It's not. There's nothing happens. So you can't really recap it. I know. It's like kind of. It's It's boring as fuck. I know. I'm just so deep in OC now. Mm-hmm. I finished. Well, it's similar, but I know I finished season 16. 
I'm at watching TV at the Carrie O'Donnell pace. You are. I just needed to find my one thing that would just fucking light a fire. And now... You're being rocketed towards... Some people on Patreon were like, you really need to go and watch seasons 9 and 10 because they are peak, like, everything. And it truly is... I'm back on season 9. I'm, like, on episode 3 now. Every single scene, something incredible is happening. Who's on that? What's the cast? Tamra, Vicky... Megan. Shannon. It's Shannon's first season. Heather. And then this other brunette girl, I think Cammy or something, or Kelsey. I can't remember who she is. I don't know that. But she hasn't come into the mix yet. Shannon's first season is. Shannon is like. Shannon is unreal. She's so. She's, she's just pilled out, like unmedicated, but on a lot of medication, if you know what I mean. And hates her husband. And he, he hates, hates her. her. They hate each other. They their live daughters in deep are hatred of each other. They have these sweet daughters that are just like, what the fuck? And they live in like a Tuscan villa. Yeah. It is. They have so much money. So good. Vicky, everything Vicky says is a lol. Vicky also proud pug owner. She has two pugs. I didn't know, but it, my soul knew. Vicky's everything and then some. Tamara also. Had she started been dating Brooks at this point? Yeah. They just had the explosive reunion where Vicky's daughter said Brooks told her husband that he needed to like hit her to keep her in line. And then she was like, I hate Brooks and I hate that you date him. And, and she was Vicky like, I'm sorry. Like, she's like, I'm sorry. I got to do what's right for me. Yeah, but Brianna's husband is creepy. Well, they're both kind of creepy. He has but like you know what's crazy? war trauma head. I think he has He's like jarhead vibes. I think he has like PTSD. They moved to Oklahoma in this season, and their realtor was also my mom's realtor. No so way. Shout out to Simon. Great realtor. Wow. But when he was helping my mom find her house, we were talking about like my job and stuff. And he's like, oh my God, like I was Vicky's daughter's realtor. And he had to like interact with Vicky a lot. And Damn. he said it was not fun. You know who's footing that bill. I know, but I was like, I can imagine Vicky drives a hard bargain, but he's on the show. Wow. So, yeah, she pre- he comes bearing gifts to the new savior born at Bethlehem, a.k.a. Angelina at the yogurt shop. She was, aw, I wanted one with a white face. I really wanted this one. He's like, I know. Side note, there was one birthday party that, there was a new girl that got that like transferred into my school. I think it was like fourth or fifth grade. And she threw a birthday party and invited everyone in the grade to her birthday party. And the party favor was that everyone got a fossil watch. Damn. I know. How rich was she? Fucking rich. And we were all like, holy shit. And then. Was everyone friends with her? No, not really. And then everyone went to her next birthday party because we were like, what? This, we're going to fucking take home like Car. swag. Yeah. And then they gave out seeds. They gave out like a packet of seeds to everyone. Well, I feel like they were trying to punish people for not being her friend. Damn, you that's... can't go from fossil watch party favor to seeds the next year. You know, it's bad when someone invites the entire class to a party. Well, you also know it's bad when they give away fossil watch to yeah. everyone. Don't do that to your kid. No. Don't put your kid through that. Take them on a vacation. 
You know what I mean? Don't even like. Don't even have a party. Have a party. Yeah, parties are traumatizing. But if you're gonna be, get everyone a fossil watch the next year, you gotta up the ante. Mm-hmm. You you can't go downgrade to what seeds. They gave everyone a gun. <laughs> they could have and should have. Yeah. They should have given everyone a pack of smokes. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. And like cocaine. Mm-hmm. Get them started early. Yeah. I'm like, most of them will end up there anyways. Yeah. <laughs> it's insane that this situation of the note and Ron's antics yeah. brought Ron and Sam closer together than ever before. I need to be radically honest. I watched the episode after this one and, and by mistake. I knew that something was that you're like, but I, not but I remember, I remember, happening. I just watched this season like last year, so I know what's happening. I was like, he's oddly, I'm sorry. I was like, his whole posture right now, I noted, I was like, he's oddly like reclined and like a little more passive than usual. And I wonder what that's about. I'm sorry, don't blow up I my spot. I noticed there were no notes, and I was like, he's just ripping it. I'm fine to lead. But then now it's all coming together. It's a rare miss for me. It took you 57 minutes, to be honest, but you know what? Better I was late, honest. Better late than never. I always But say. I, I remember what's happening. Mm-hmm. But isn't it insane that they're closer than ever? To what? To each other. Who? Sorry, I blanked. because <laughs> I In my admission of guilt, my Catholic shame came out. What are you talking about? You're like, I'm going straight to hell. I'm going to hell. You're going to walk out these doors. And die. And you're going to walk into Hades. I am. What if that happened? Silent Hill. I just watched that last night. I'd be like, well, that's what you get. Guess you're moot. No, that throughout this chaotic situation, Sam and Ron are now like. Closer than ever. Closer than ever. Because they they literally are meant. The only time they're ever truly happy with each other is when there's chaos around them. And everyone else is mad yeah. because of them. Yeah. That's where they literally are the most turned on by each other slash most in love with each other. They literally are like, you know what? We're going to have a date night tonight. We're going to celebrate this horror. Like me getting the shit beat out of me and like scratches on my face. Me getting dragged to the ground by my hair. Me punching another woman in the skull yeah. several times. Wailing on another woman's yeah. face. Well, let's go to dinner. Let's cap this off with a gorgeous date. It's No, they're truly like will... They're like, they're on cloud nine. It's like red wedding. They want to just fuck like among the dead bodies. They're like feeding each other bites of blood food. Yeah, and being like, how fun was that? Being like, I God, I love you. Yeah, no, it's that's the kind of that couple is so real. It's insane. Like chaos couples are a threat to every friend group, and everyone needs to be on the lookout for these couples. I know that. Literally so chaos and just like thrive when everyone else is like unsettled. And create so much drama mm-hmm. and like pit people against each other yeah. and manipulate and like somehow it becomes everyone else's fault. I was also like someone called Ron like Ron MacGyver and I was like the fact that he basically benefited from all his actions yeah. is shocking. Yeah. He le- it's a learn nothing. This is a very, it's. I mean, it happens in every orientation or identity, but it's a mostly hetero issue, I feel like, like mm-hmm. of, the, of the guy getting away with this kind of thing. Getting away and it actually working in his favor. She's more in love with him than ever before. Yeah. More loyal to him, more flexible. It's cult leader-ish, it too. Is. He's a Svengali. They all go for a pool night at Felt, and it's just awkward mm-hmm. i love that snooki and I, this is also bringing snooki and jaywow closer than ever which is the 
one positive. They were having a little tension. When? In the last two episodes, because Snooki was sort of mad at JWoww. Like, she was like, we need to tell them. And yeah. And wrote the note. And JWoww's like, no. But now they're thick as these. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And they like walk into this pool night and they own the room. Mm-hmm. They make it really uncomfortable. They like, they sort of thrive in being like a unit while everyone else is like not. And Angelina has never felt more alienated. And the guys are also so conflict avoidant for the most part, except for Ron. Like, Polly D is the most confident avoidant person in the history of mankind. Yeah. Like he is Switzerland. Whoa. He'll call a girl a fat whore, but he'll also go. Yeah. He's not going to weigh in mm-hmm. with like anything. No. Sitch he has loves his it. hat. He loves it. He's a little gay. He takes his hat off the next day to and puts Melissa in a cab to go to the airport. And I was like, he's never looked hotter. Yeah. He's... This is maybe his hottest season, and then he starts pretty quickly going downhill. Mm-hmm. The fame. The fame and the addiction. Mm-hmm. And the Botox. It was a bad combination. Yeah, but this was his peak, season two. Jenny and Snooki go to the beach just to like blow off a little steam, <sighs> lay out. I want to smoke a cigarette with them on the beach. I know, they're just laying, and Wow goes, you and I are both white. And Snooki goes, I'm not white, I'm tan. She goes, whenever I have to fill out a form that asks me what my race is, I'd say, I'm not white. She goes, I put other, and then I write tan. Well, she is Which Chilean. is kind of true. She's Chilean. Really? She was adopted. Oh, my God. So she's South American. Wow. So she is technically a woman of color. But there color. are also, like, Southern Italians that have that are, like, darker skinned. Right. But, but I didn't still... realize that. I thought she was, like, mad Sicilian. No, she's, like, a... I think she was adopted at birth from. She's a South strong America. woman of color, mm-hmm. Snooky. God bless her. God love her. God love her. She's I'm not white. Queen. I'm tan. That's tan would be a funny, unlike the SATs. That's also like every girl that's like like influencers who basically like blackfish, you know, like the ones that get like so tan that it's problematic. Like Jesse like, Nelson from Little Mix, probably, or mm-hmm. just where you're like. You're you're white racist. You're white, and you're now like <laughs> this is doing bad. Some, like yeah, that's also a version of I'm not white, I'm tan. Mm-hmm. But Snooky gets away with it. Angelina glasses back on in the living room. She's now as Sammy's best friend, which is you know that you're in a shitty place in life if your decisions have led you to a place of Angelina being the only girl that you can hang out with. It's bad. Sam really fucked herself. She has. Troublemaker Vinny, that's his name. <laughs> she goes, wait till I trash your name when I get back to Staten Island. She keeps just threatening to drag his name through the mud in Staten Island. She's so excited to go back. I was like, I'm go pretty back. sure that Stat, like the way the like cast system of Staten Island is, is like if you trash him and then he just says you're a whore, everyone's going to side with Vinny. Yeah. That seems to be like the Staten Island way. Mm-hmm. And then Vinny goes, you're... Kim Kardashian of Staten Island? You're more like the Rob Kardashian of Staten Island, you ugly bitch. And I was like, Jesus Christ. Also, Rob used to be so hot. Yeah. It's a compliment at that time. This was like... This is peak Rob hot. Mm-hmm. They all go out. Vinny meets a hottie. Vinny and Angelina's lust is brewing. It's brewing, but it hasn't. it doesn't peak until like a couple nights later because they go out and he goes up to this girl. He's like, I see a beautiful girl, like just prettiest girl I've ever seen. He goes up to her and he goes, 
are you wearing angel perfume? And I was like, shout out to my angel, Thierry Mugler, angel heads. It's a good perfume. Mm-hmm. Also love Alien, but I just like love that he knew that perfume. Okay. Snooki meets a sexy dude named Dennis. Snooki always meets some like random fuck whose name is like Peter. She goes, so we danced like Spanish style. And then they're like dancing. And she goes, you want to come home with me? And he goes, yeah. And then they get back to the house and he tries to make himself like a meal. All these men need to stop cooking up a storm before they just fuck and then She's eat. just like looking at him. Yeah. And so is Wow on the other side of the kitchen island. They're both staring. He goes to Wow. He goes, you want some food? And she goes, no. And then she goes, I'm going to go to bed. And then Snooky and Dennis proceed to fully hook up in the bed next to where Wow is laying. And you just hear Snooky going, oh, you're amazing. And JWoww's like, oh, my God. This is literally, like, what they do. They have no, <laughs> their boundaries are, like, negative. They have z- negative zero boundaries. She's as far away. This is the same setup. Yeah. It's like if you and were Snooky and Dennis, and then I'm JWoww laying here. Snooky, the Snooky's always in a place of this with her French tips. Mm-hmm. Her hands going. Pulling it over. They pull yeah. the whole blanket over them, and then are just like a coital lump uh-huh. and she goes oh, you're amazing and Wow goes I'm right here hearing everything she goes one second it's moans next second it's what's your last name again where are you from and you hear Snooky go like where are you from originally and like he's like just, inside her yeah and she's like tell me about your family and then the next day Wow's like don't ever do that again. She goes, you literally smushed next to me. And she goes, no, I didn't. I didn't. I told him, no, we're not hit. We're not doing that tonight. But maybe tomorrow night. <laughs> Vinny has to go work with Jenny and Sam. Awkward. And Jenny says, if she even comes near me, I'll rip a fucking head off. <laughs> and I was like, no, you won't. You classically won't. I know. She'll kill you. She will. She Sam will literally. Say, Sam is like the queen of fronting. Bash your head in with like an ice cream scoop. She'll stick your face in the gelato tub and drown you in gelato. Yeah. That's how like powerful she is. And the only people that say those kinds of threats are people that know that the other person will kill them mm-hmm. if given the opportunity she has to just speak it into the universe as a some kind of shield she also is starting to sound like ron like she's adopted the same speech patterns as him and like Sick. way of laughing and she goes you know what i don't get is the girl knows i don't like her and she comes near me <laughs> <laughs> that's what i don't get and i was like you are that's ron. sick it's disgusting they're possessing each other they are pazuzu it's true what an excellent day for an exorcism. It's not right. It's not right. It's not right, doll. <laughs> you gotta separate dolls. Yeah. Angelina gets a phone call from Jose and he says, like, can we hang out tonight? And she's like, no, I'm going out with my friends. And he goes, okay, well, behave yourself. And she goes, ah. oh my she God. She owns his ass. She goes, she loves when guys tell her to yeah. behave so she can laugh at them. And she goes, basically, when a guy tells me to behave, I like to do the exact opposite. This is her. Her her shoulders. This is her wearing sunglasses. She goes, hold on one sec. And then like laughs to whoever is nearby. And they're like, they're like, we don't care. We hate you so much. <laughs> they're like, it's shocking that a man would it's ever that you're take still in this house. Yeah. Like it's chunking that you're still here. Like every day we pray that you leave. And she's like, 
holy shit, what the fuck? Okay. She goes, she okay, loves daddy. It. And he goes, I like when you call me daddy. She goes, <laughs> she loves it. Loves it. She loves it. Jenny and Nicole clean this mushroom, which has handprints all over the wall. Ew. It's disgusting. They say it's been turned over, like used like 20 times, and the sheets have never been washed by all the guys That's just like disgusting. fucking. Disgusting. It's so bad. And but Snooky's gonna fuck in there tonight with Dennis. Snooki. So they have to they have to clean it. And JWoww goes, tell him to bring a hot guy for me. So then Dennis comes over and Snooky opens the gate. And it's Dennis and some Frankenstein-ass looking guy. I love that they stayed home. They stayed home. And she, this guy named Marco. And she goes, Jenny's going to flip when she sees him. <laughs> I, I, the, way she, the, way she, the way she answers the door and when she sees him, it's like she does not pretend for a second that she's impressed with this man. She goes, um, she goes, Marco's a grenade grundle chode. Jenny's going to be so pissed. Because Jenny goes, I'm going to take a shower, but when I come out, there better not be a chode there. And it's literally... It's literally a chode. She comes out looking so hot and fierce, and then she's immediately like... She goes, takes one look at him, and she goes, all right, I'm going to go to bed. And turns <laughs> around and leaves. And then Snooky corners Dennis, and she goes, I kind of just want to hang out with you tonight, so like, can you tell him? He goes, okay, I'll talk to my boy. And they just kick Marco out. Yeah. And then How she... How humiliating for Marco. I'm telling you... Happy? No one comes across. No one wins. No, you, you don't just win. stay so far away. Or you sign a fucking. You do not sign that release form. No, but even then, it's like even the herpy lip girl. Her face was blurred, but they closed up on that and threw her under the bus. You have to keep your distance. You have to wear a fucking disguise. You have to wear like a Tom Cruise like silicone yeah. glued mask yeah. to your face <laughs> and like and like a full different body. No, you suit. have to wear a Michael Myers mask. Yeah, you cannot. Show. You just need a paper bag over your head. That's really they don't and care. And like a voice changer. No, they'd prefer that. They prefer sure. that because as long as they think there's a dude under there, they'll be happy because they really just want to fuck a guy. Yeah, as long as their bro is in the next bed over. Yeah, actually, the, if you're a guy and you're like, "Can I have a chance with one of these guys?" Just put a paper bag over your head and they'll fuck you. And like a couple toilet papers and a bra. Yeah, yeah, good enough for me. Good enough for them. Then it all leads up to Vinny and Angelina. Smushing. Sucking face in the taxi. She's leaning back over while while Paul is right there. Cracking up. Cracking up, going, Staten Island dump is hot this time of year. Basically just like making fun of the two of them. But also when you gun that hard for each other, it is all sexual tension. Calling someone a they base and they repeatedly call her the dump of Staten the Island. The Staten Island dump. It's so Again, know she your has worth. the worst vibes in the world, but like no one, it's truly the mean. They're so mean to her. Her vibes are, are demonic at best. <laughs> but she has unparalleled, <laughs> awful vibes. But Hideous she does vibes. not deserve. No, to be called a dumb. But she also does not know her worth. No, because she could, and she's, what she's getting gifts from she, like gorgeous Cuban men. A fossil watch from a. From Gorge, Jose? From Jose, the gorgeous Cuban. Who's tall. And nice to her and wants to, like, be her husband. She doesn't want that. No, she wants... She wants to literally hook up with someone that just called her a dump and has called her an ugly, fat bitch. And will let him enter her. Yeah. In the next episode, I, I think I remember Vinny saying, that's what you do. The meaner you are, the more I own you. The meaner I am, the more I own you. It's that's like, their whole game. That is it's their foreplay sick. with each other. 
I'll, maybe no, that's the, sex... the guys foreplay with each other. Seeing them be mean to women turns the guys on. Yeah. That's well, really what Ron it is. goes into the room while he and Ant are fucking just to like see what's going on. But I was like, you're gay for that. You're gay. He goes, mm. He's gay. He's turned on by... The, these boys are turned on by each other putting women down. Yeah. Yeah. I love it though. <laughs> <laughs> Next week, it gets worse. So just get wetty. Get wetty. Get wetty. <laughs> you better get wetty. <laughs> what if this pod just turned it into? Listen, you I, talking in Tweety Bird? I just literally, <laughs> you literally, I just literally, Tweety. I just regressed into like when I had a speech impediment. Was that what your speech? No, impediment? it was like more of a. It was a list. Yeah, I was gonna say, get wetty. No, my speech impediment was. No, I did. I used to say I gared. When You're I was scared. I gared. You're trying to come out. I'm gay. I'm gay. I'm fucking gay. Guys. Guys, tickets to our show on January 11th and 18th. The Dynasty Typewriter. It's a residency doll. It's a mini residency doll. We're taking Los Angeles by storm in 2023. Q1 of 2023, it's over for these hoes because we are at Dynasty Typewriter. Oh, it's going to be so good. Yeah, so get your tickets now. Great Christmas present, by the way. An incredible also Hanukkah Thanksgiving present. present. Yeah, who, giving that presents on Thanksgiving is maybe underrated. I think that a lot of drama, trauma, and tension could be avoided if we all decided to give each other the gift of going Coming to, to see sexy unique podcasts at Dynasty Typewriter for Thanksgiving. So come check it out. Come see us one or come see us both. Yeah. We love you. Bye. Sexy Unique Podcast is created and hosted by me, Lara Marie Shane Halls. This episode was co-hosted by the one and only Carrie O'Donnell. If you like what you heard today, please be sure to subscribe to Sexy Unique Podcast on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. And if you're craving more stuff and just can't get enough and want access to things like bonus episodes, tons of premium content, as well as ad-free episodes of the pod, consider supporting the podcast on Patreon. You can find out more at patreon.com slash sexy unique podcast.